Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. This week I am being joined by Travis. This week I'm going to be travelling to Edinburgh in Scotland to review and talk about the original craft brewer of Scotland, Innes and Gun. But first, Rich, how was your Platitubes weekend? Um, well, as I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Platitubes. In all honesty, Joe, and the way you're just you're just throwing it out. <laughs> I think we should abbreviate to to just. I think we should just be P and J if we're going to really go. If we're already abbreviated, just go the whole way. P and J. I mean, there's quite a few P and Js that exist. You know, you've got uh, peanut butter and jelly for our American cousins. You've got pajamas, of course, as the most of quintessential PJs. I think. Yeah, but it's only it's only for one weekend, isn't it? I'm sure we can just let it go for one weekend. Well, that's well, surely you know, platy jubes is you know, it's there's nothing else that stands up for ch- platy jubes. It's so it, you know, understandable <laughs> platy jubes. No, no, it's awful, <laughs> is what it is. But <laughs> it's fine. We can move on. <laughs> so, what did you get up for? Up to for it? Well, in all in all honesty, Joe, not really a lot. Uh, yesterday, I spent it around my friend's house watching the new season of The Boys, eating a beige buffet, and then I had the afternoon to myself. <laughs> so I sat there and watched Paddington Two um, with my oh, dog. Wow. So that that's was it. that was quite nice. I think that's what the Queen had in mind when she gave the British public a bank holiday. She was like, "I really hope someone's going to stay at home and watch watch uh, Paddington Two, You know. <laughs> Well, it was great. There was a big thunderstorm going on overhead. Paddington Two was kicking off. You know what? I was I I, I had a wonderful evening to myself. It does sound good, to be fair. It does sound good, especially with the with the boy as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we had more of a I guess kind of a traditional affair where we had um, a street party, which is you know always good fun, and the the street really rallied around that. Um, there was, you know, uh, Union Jack bunting. The everyone was bringing pops and different food out for people to share. Uh, I made a Guinness cake, or actually, I made a oh. um, um, a Badger Brewery milkmaid stout cake, um, which oh, went down an absolute nice. treat. And people even were asking for the recipe. So, uh, you know, I'll oh, really? post that on the on the on the street um, Facebook group. Uh, but yeah, the highlight by a long way was the. Um, was a silent disco that happened. It was quite a sophisticated setup, actually. We had, um, uh, you know, these, these headsets where, you know, there are three different channels and each one had like, each channel had a different color on your headset. So you could see what different people, what channel different people were listening to. Um, and almost went so far as to say that, um, the guy who, who organized this actually went above and beyond and had projectors from his house projecting onto our house. And then we had a projection from our house projecting onto his house, showing like silent movies on in the background. Like it was a very, oh. very interesting and fun kind of audio visual setup actually. Um, yeah. So yeah, they did a lot of, a lot of work, a lot of effort. And I think it was a, a good opportunity to kind of get to know a lot of the neighbors um, in a, in a, you know, kind of more yeah. relaxed setting um, than just passing and kind of not acknowledging, acknowledging people, yeah. giving a nod to acknowledge people's, uh, you know, existence. Nice yeah. to actually chat to them. I quite, I quite like to think that you guys had the hardcore dubstep channel was one of them because you, <laughs> uh, you can see that as a, 
as a street party honest, kind of that, that was going through my mind. It'd be great if you could just get on the decks now and just put Lola, like a Wilkinson on or something. Yeah. Um, but something, uh, something yeah, like I think that. I'll have to recommend that for next week, next next year or something. If they do it again, I'll uh, I'll say, can we have one channel that just I'll, I'll give you the playlist for, and then uh, I'll just, I'll just you yeah, and I can yeah. just curate the most like grimiest dubstep, you know, kind of <laughs> playlist ever, and just get them to play it. <laughs> Because even if you come down, then just you and I will be on that channel the whole time having a good time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Head banging away. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So so, so did did you have any Jubilee-based alcoholic beverages? Because I didn't see many Jubilee-based beers. I I did have a look. Did you have any... Jubilee based yeah. alcoholic beverages while you were knocking about. I didn't. Nothing that was Jubilee themed or anything. Have you uh, have you come up ah. across anything? No, I literally just drank some pims on Friday, which I think that's yes. just summertime. But yeah. we'll, we'll call it Jubilee pims. Why not? Jubilee pims. Yeah, it was. You know, you you stuck your little finger out whilst you drank it. You had yeah. consumed it from the glass, I suppose. You know, that's that's exactly. the Jubilee way. But I did, I did see you could buy some cocktails in cans that were Jubilee based and had like the Queen's face plastered all over them. I remember seeing nice. those advertised okay. around, around around Weymouth. So if you wanted a, a cocktail in a can, which I'm sure sure Her Majesty drinks on occasion while she's wandering around Buckingham Palace, she loves a good tinny, don't you know, old Liz? She's, she loves a tinny. Did we did, did we have a conversation about tinnies with the Queen at some point? We've absolutely <laughs> had that before. Yeah. Well, let's let's take it let's take it about the focus of the episode. Um, so we're going to be talking about Innocent Gun. So they're established in uh, two thousand and three, um, and they actually launched with this um, what their beer, which they refer to as the original. Uh, which I thought was quite bold to launch with a beer that's called the original. Yeah. Uh, maybe it got a little bit of a facelift and a branding um, change afterwards. But what's so fascinating about this beer is that it was brewed. Um, it's a Scottish uh, Scottish ale, but it was finished off in single malt whiskey casks, which I thought was really okay. fascinating. And that was like their first initial beer. And you can see from the Innocent Gun portfolio, there's quite a few different um, beers which they've uh, which they've kind of done this whiskey whiskey kind of uh, finish with um, the number one at the moment actually, which is their like limited edition. They're doing a partnership with uh, Lafraug, you know the whiskey oh, okay. company. Yeah. Um, so they're doing a limited edition beer, um, which is finished in Lafraug uh, whiskey casks, oh. which I thought was really interesting. Well, I like that because we tried the the Goose Island one I brought, um, which was the bourbon aged one. Yes. Yeah. So yes, we yeah, did. I like. I wonder if it's going to be as, as strong, as strong tasting, shall we say? Um, as, as well, that one. I've got it here. It's actually, it's an, uh, it's, it's not nothing like that uh, Goose Island version, which was the bourbon yeah. finish, because obviously that was like a porter, like stout kind of you know style, wasn't it? Mm. Whereas this is, this is uh, what they refer to as a Scottish golden beer. Um, so what they say that they've done is that they've brewed a beautiful honey-hued multi-golden Scottish beer and then carefully matured it using single malt whiskey casks, the best they could source. And this maturation lends the beer an incredible smoothness and a depth of flavour with hints of vanilla, toffee and oak. And if I'm quite honest, this is the most unique tasting, delicious beer that I've ever had. 
Obviously, we've had quite a few on this podcast of like really great takes on classic styles, but this is a unique tasting beer. I haven't had anything like this before. Um, It's very delicious. Uh, That's all I can say. And this is the original from Innocent Guns. So definitely worth picking up just to sample this as a bottle. Comes in this really fantastic looking ornate um, and bespoke bottle uh, to Innocent Gun. And yeah, I, I think this is fascinating. I'm really intrigued by, uh, by this, by this, the original. And I can see why it got them, put them on the map and why they become so popular because of it. But what are you having, Rich? What's your, what's your drink? So I've got the Innocent Gun lager beer. Um, and I was, okay. I was thinking when you mentioned to do Innocent Gun, I was racking my brain to see if I'd tried Innocent Gun before. And literally, um, mm. just before we started this podcast, it dawned on me where I'd actually drunk it. And I drank it when I went to Edinburgh last year. So, nice. yeah, I was, I'll set you the scene, Joe. I'll set you the scene. I'll paint this picture. So me, so me and my girlfriend had gone up to Eden. Uh, um, me and Eden had gone up to Edinburgh. Because this, was, <laughs> this was our first. <laughs> so this so this was our first holiday. Or our holiday to Croatia had been cancelled because of COVID. So this was our first holiday yeah. away. And so we went to Edinburgh for like a, for like a nice week away. And we're sitting there in the centre of Edinburgh, in the in the city centre. Glorious sunshine. All these beautiful historic buildings around us. Edinburgh Castle up in the background as well, just, just oh, behind me. I'm beautiful. There. And I'm reading. And then I'm looking down the list of beers to go. And I go, and then I see Innocent Gun brewed in Scotland. And I was like, well, I'm up in Scotland. I'm up in Edinburgh. I'm going to try this beer. And I remember sitting there. And you know when you have that first sip of beer when you're on holiday and something just feels right? And the whole, mm. the whole scene and picture came together because I, I will, I will always remember it was one of the loveliest times, one of the loveliest holidays I've ever had just away. We had a fantastic time, but that beer was kind of the first sip, the first beer I had on that holiday and it just kind of set the tone for the rest of the holiday. So, so I've got, I've got oh, a bit nice. of a special place in my heart for Innocent Gun now. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, with that that ex- experience that you just had there, I wouldn't be drinking anything other than Innocent Gun. Uh, you know, after that, it sounds fantastic. Um, and yeah, and as you say, you know, they are Edinburgh based. They've, you know, they've they've, they've uh, recently created, um, you know, the first large scale brewery built in Scotland's capital, i.e. Edinburgh, for 150 years. So they are making some serious investment into the Edinburgh, uh, you know, ecosystem um, for, for, for the brewery and for jobs. And, uh, you know, and it's all built on this idea of, you know, pioneering and brewing, uh, you know, new tech techniques. But I was looking a little bit further into Innocent Gun because I was like, well, you know, I've heard of Innocent Gun before. This is the first time I'm sampling them. And I'm really impressed by what I've tasted, tasted from this, this original, as I've already said. But, you know, I was thinking, well, why are they such a good success? What, what, what made them have a, this success, right? And I was looking a little bit more into the background. And um, it seems like the co-founder and the master brewer, a, a person named Douglas, Dougal, I should say, Dougal Gun Sharp, which is where the, the gun yeah. comes from, I'd imagine, uh, and Innocent Sharp didn't have quite the same, uh, same no. feel to it as Innocent Gun. Um, oh, yeah. So he he apparently worked in his dad's brewery at the age of fourteen, um, which is where he really got his you know kind of passion for beer. Um, but he does say uh, in this article that he worked for about an, a pound an hour uh, at his dad's brewery, and he admitted that he hated it. Um, but he did actually learn what to do with beer. So by the time he had a, you know he graduated from u- university, he was you know his ambition was set. So he was he was well known, I guess, by that point that he wanted to go into into the beer category. But he just knew at fourteen he didn't want to work in that his dad's. 
you know, in the, in the kind of the, the brewery that his dad's uh, dad had set up. A pound an hour, though, that is a that's a mm. that's a mad sum of money to be working for. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the labour laws nowadays for that, but yeah. <laughs> Well, they only set up in 2003, so this must be a bit of under-the-table kind of stuff that was happening back then. A little bit of cash in hand. Yes, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Um, but yeah, I mean, excited by these guys and, and, you know, they've got a really interesting look, haven't they? I mean, the can, that you, I mean, you can describe for the listeners what you're seeing on the can. So, the can I've got is, is a lovely green. I'm not too sure what shade of green you would call that, but it's a nice dark green. Um, and it's kind of got loads of like, um, kind of like lines and wisps all over it. And the logo Innocent Gun is kind of done in bold print, bang smack in the middle. And they've kind of got crafted in Scotland, brewed with golden oats. Um, so they're kind of hitting on the topics that they, that they want there. But the can is very visually appealing. Um, and it's something mm. I would be like the, the gold, like the lighter greens and golds on it. I would definitely be drawn to in a pub if I was to see that yeah. logo up on the tap. It's really putting their name front and center, isn't it? In this in this can design, um, I can see like they've paired it with the glassware that they have as well, and it's kind of like a, a, a like a match of the design for Innis and Guns Lager on the can, but on a glass. So if you see them together, they really do paint paint this big picture. Um, and this seems like the lager in a can seems to be what well, I guess what we would refer to as kind of there are like kind of the more traditional craft brews if there is such a thing right because yeah. they also have a session IPA that looks very similar but it's like blue uh, they have a mangoes um, IPA which is Ooh. a um, you know an orange version of uh, of that can yeah. but that's it they have those kind of big cans and they're, and they're what they're the 440 mils right yeah, they're the, the big, big cans boys. Um, whereas actually the, like, kind of where they started, like I've said, the original is in these glass bottles. So they have this original, which is, um, this Scottish golden beer yeah. that's finished in, uh, in, in, um, single malt casks, uh, whiskey casks. They have a Scottish oatmeal stout that's finished in Irish whiskey casks. And they have a Scottish red beer that's been finished in Caribbean rum casks. So really, and they're all though that, those three are all in bottles. Um, really, in these kind of innocent gun branded bottles, but yeah, really interesting, aren't they? I really, I really like the sound of um, the Caribbean rum one. I'm a big fan of like a spicy yeah. rum um, like that, and I can imagine it paired because it's quite light and it's very refreshing. It's not a heavy mm. beer; it's not a heavy based beer, so I can imagine it being quite tasty with a with a slightly spicy twist. Well, I also I think that's going to be an amazing pair with the Scottish red. You know, I really like the Scottish. I mean, I've always heard of Scottish uh, red ales. I've never really heard of a Scottish red beer. Um, but I guess they're kind of taking ale out of their name and they're making it about beer, um, which makes a lot of sense, right? You know, yeah. it's 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 a new take on things. It's something that could be potentially ownable to them um, by calling it a Scottish red beer. If someone were to Google that, it'll only come up with their things, won't It'll it? Probably put some iron brew in there to make it red. It'd be through through <laughs> Scottish, though. Yeah, it'd be you know maybe maybe, maybe the, the Scottish red beer is actually just iron brew but alcoholic, and then that's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess it's an interesting brewery. Um, you know, definitely watch out for Innocent Gun if you haven't already tried some Innocent Gun. I'm sure you know they're they're pretty big now. They've got you know they're still an independent craft brewer, but uh, you know they've they've been 
I mean, they're stocked all over. I mean, I picked these up in Sainsbury's here in, 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 in Kent. So, you know, they're all up and down the UK. So I definitely would recommend trying them, so, right? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just taking a look on their website and there's something, they, they look, so they've got like the usual, like, you know, they've got brew, they've got their own pubs and stuff. So brew houses and stuff all over Scotland. Um, and Glasgow and everything like that. But I'm looking, you can actually do um, Brew School, um, Innocent Gun Brew School, uh, which is which seems to be going on every single day through the week, where you get to brew your own beer um, and you kind of take away five litres of your own beer, which I think is quite wow. cool, um, in, a, in a mini keg, which I reckon would be, and you learn how to brew it, which I think is great. That is awesome. I, I like they're giving that back as well. I guess it kind of taps into um, the fact that, you know, Edinburgh is such a tourist attraction as a city goes. Yeah. Um, you know, you can pair that with going and, and experiencing that. I imagine that's a really good fun day out activity um, is to kind of learn how to brew your own beer. And obviously they have their own way of doing it with, uh, with the whiskey or the cast finishing, which is really fascinating. Yeah, I would definitely. I'm, I'm more annoyed I didn't go and do it when I was up in Edinburgh, but I don't think it would have been my girlfriend's cup of tea. No, but you know, this time round, you know, this is a second trip up there. It's another excuse yep. you can woo in with a, a romantic re, you know, reintroduction back into Edinburgh. But you've booked in this innocent gun yeah. thing. That's like, so it's all around. <laughs> I like it. I'm sure she'll let you. I'm sure she'll let you off yeah. with that one. You know, one one indulgence, yeah. let's say. Um, and let's face it, brewing beer. I mean, you need to, you know, with the, with uh, Weymouth's newest craft brewer just well, kind of getting it. getting going. You know, that's, learn from the best. Like, and I think we're experiencing the Innocent Gunner a good uh, a good company to learn well, that's from. That's it. Well, I've been I've been looking into what my next beer is going to be, and maybe maybe I'll have to find the Innocent Gun recipe and try and do my own knockoff version, like Lidl and Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you call yours the Innocent Sharp or something, yeah, or yeah. Innocent Drabbers. Innocent <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably 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 not Drabbers Gun. That one that one doesn't that one doesn't ring. No, well. no I don't think so. <laughs> But um, so on Instagram, they have twenty seven point nine k followers, and Twitter they have thirteen point nine k followers. Wow. So again, another brewery that we're seeing a lot more, um, a lot more from, and a bit of a social buzz about them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I'm infatuated by this. Uh, the original is a very different beer than yeah. I've had before, um, and I think it's it's very smooth, as they say on the tin. I'm definitely going to go and buy this again because it, feel, it feels a shame because I enjoyed it so much in Edinburgh but then just kind of forgot about it and then kind of redoing it now I'm genuinely back in and I think this this will be on my on my rotation of beers that I like to drink you know when you go in there and you look and you go well I like that and I like that and I go well I like that and I think it's going to I, th- yeah. I think it's going to come into my rotation of, of, of the beers I buy well you're going to have to find that Scottish red with the Caribbean uh, rum cask as yes. well that's going to be right up your street and let us know how you get on with yeah. that one I'll see, I'll, see, I'll see what I can find and that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast and so from me Joe Rich Barber and Simo goodbye don't forget to follow us on Instagram Twitter I'll Try That Podcast dot com and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>